The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. The 1-0. Hit hard to right field. That is back. That is back. That is over the right fielder, Chris Teason's head. Johnson's going to have a chance for three and a triple with two outs here for Tanner Johnson. Today from Warner Park in Papillion, it's the opening round of the Class A state tournament as the Kearney Bearcats battle the Millard West Wildcats. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. The 1-1 pitch to Smith. Swung on and hit deep to left field. That maybe is way back. It is over the left fielder's head. Off the wall. Two runs will score on his horses, Brayden Anderson. Brayden Anderson is going to score, and Carney has a 6-3 lead. Nolan Smith with his fifth RBIs of the ball game. Carney is making their second ever trip to state and looks to avenge a 5-3 loss to the top seed Millard West and pull off an early upset in the Class A tournament. It's the Wildcats and the Bearcats coming up next, but first it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Warner Field in Papillion right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good morning, everyone, from Warner Park here in Papillion. The postseason for high school baseball is about ready to get underway. Doug Duda with you on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as the Carney Bearcats in just their third year of high school baseball with the COVID year in there over four seasons make their second trip to state. The first time, of course, was when we played baseball over in Lincoln, and they got a chance to play at Sherman Field where they last played in the districts in last Saturday in the A6. Didn't win, didn't hit the ball. There have been a reasons, just like all teams, why you struggle. Pitching has not been one of them really down the stretch here for Kearney High. They have done an outstanding job of getting better as this season has progressed. Some of the guys that struggled in the first half of the year with the bat are coming along. Some of the guys like our prep athlete of the month, Corbin Rich, has been steady at hitting over 500. But they have to take care of the ball, and they're going to have to hit as a team here today. They play the number one team in the state, Millard West, which many believe is the true number one at the beginning of the season throughout the year. But there's been a rotation as to who has been the number one team throughout the season. There have been about four of them, including Creighton Prep, and there's everybody that Carney High has played. The one thing that Carney High doesn't have compared to all the other teams here at the state tournament is number of games. 24 is all Carney played this year. They did have some that were wiped out because of weather, but down here in the Metro, maybe a little bit easier to make those up and a lot more doubleheaders. Millard West, 31. Lincoln East, 27. Elkhorn South, 26. Millard South, 31. Lincoln Southeast, 28. Creighton Prep and Westside, each with 32 games. So Carney has played the fewest games of anybody here in the Class A field. We're looking forward to bringing you a game. There's no doubt about it, folks. Braden Anderson has the capability to get the job done on the mound. But this pitching staff for Millard West, they could throw about eight guys out there and call them 
their number one. They will go with Jackson Cahoy, a 1.63 ERA, 5-1 on the season against the Bearcats here today. We'll be back with more as we get you ready for the State High School Baseball Tournament here on ESPN Tri-City. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. And welcome back to Warner Park. As we take a look at our injury report, and uh, for Millard West, uh, they bring in a variety of great baseball players for Carney. There's nothing new that uh, we haven't talked about and we'll talk about momentarily here with the head coach, uh, Brad Archer, as Max Myers, of course, has been out the entire season uh, for Carney High. Outstanding baseball player, but uh, out because of a uh, non-baseball-related injury at the beginning of the year. And then Creed Martin got hurt early in the year as well, so he will be on the sideline here for Kearney. And that is our injury report as we get you ready for state baseball, uh, brought to you by our friends at New West. We'll come back. And earlier this week, we had Brad Archer on the Doug and Daddy Show with myself and Jim Langan. We'll hear part of that interview with the head coach of the Kearney Bearcats when we return. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Coach, I guess the feeling is never great when you don't earn your way into the state tournament with that wild card because when you walked off the field Saturday, you kind of had the thought that the season was going to be over and everything fell the right way for you. But uh, talk about the range of emotions from the end of the North Star game to when you went to bed Saturday night. Well, that that's all true. I thought, uh, you know, obviously I knew we were in the running for the wild card, but I thought we'd probably need to at least beat uh, – Lincoln North Star the first game and then if we lost the second game you know our chances were still there but after we lost that first game to Lincoln North Star I I pretty much figured that that was the end of our season and uh interesting bus ride home kind of following the games you know just watching each district uh finish up and then uh you know and then I started thinking you know we got a shot here and then I found the uh, southeast North Star score and it was 2-2 like in the eighth or ninth inning and so obviously that that was a big game right there so we needed all six teams in front of us uh the six teams that hosted the district to win and and that's what happened but uh obviously we would have liked to uh have won our district and gotten in that way but uh we're still in via the wild card and, and i think that uh says something directly about our schedule because we play, played a tremendous schedule this year and so uh, some of the losses and the points and those type of things still worked out in our favor. Talk about Brad Archer, head coach of the Kearney Bearcats. 
we've talked before every game that we broadcast, we do this. Not everybody is able to catch kind of our pregame chat here, but uh, the, the basis of this baseball team is, is you've got depth pitching after the first month of the season. The defense is remarkably better, at least at this point. Uh, the hitting had gotten better until what we saw on, on Saturday. Uh, how do you actually feel about your team now heading into state and, and, and challenging number one Millard West? Well, I'm happy with uh, where we're at. Everything that you just said right there is true. We have improved defensively, and, and we have a good hitting team. But as you well know, you can put somebody out on on the mound there that can shut you down in a hurry. And, and we knew going into the North Star game that, uh, you know, there's a possibility that uh, with uh, Braden throwing for us that this could be a 1-0, 2-1 type of game, and it, and it certainly was. Uh, but give the North Star kid credit. We knew he is a great pitcher, and, and he showed everything he had on uh, Saturday. I thought you did a really good job with your bullpen. You know, you'd get about four innings out of your starter, and you'd bring a guy in in the fifth and sixth, and you'd have a closer. And, and it usually worked out. It doesn't work out every day game like that sometimes. But for the most part, it did. Uh, your thoughts a little bit about your bullpen and your starting pitchers? Well, I think we have uh, three or four quality starters. Uh, obviously, Braden Anderson's our number one. And then I would call uh, Riley Miller and Lucas Wagner. Uh, you know, our one, one B and, and one C there. So, uh, you know, I, I like those guys. They're different type pitchers. Lucas and Braden are probably more uh, strikeout type pitcher pitchers. And, and Riley's a kid that throws a lot of strikes. He's got a couple of breaking pitches that work uh, real well for him. Uh, he throws a lot of strikes as well, like I said. And, and so he's done a great job for us, but uh you know, with the pitch count and those type of things, and then depending on what days of the week you're playing, we, we try to, mix it up a little bit we have a starter and hopefully our starter can give us five or six innings and and that's not the case all the time and and so we'll maybe use uh, the starter that's going to be used in uh, the next two days as a closer and so we just try to work around those things and do the best we can talking with county baseball coach brad archer so you did go with Braden in the districts enough for us that that's who's going to get the start on friday yeah, we will start uh, Braden on Friday for sure. I guess, I guess my thing is this. With the way the state tournament is set up, we throw Braden on Friday. We don't play Saturday and Sunday. And so if we could happen to uh, at least snag uh, one of these first two games, then depending on Braden's pitch count on Friday, I mean, technically he could probably come back on Tuesday, to be quite honest with you. And so I don't think you could ask for anything more than that if uh, you have a chance in the tournament to use your number one twice. Uh, we would certainly do that. All right. You played Millard West. It was a unique day. You played two of the state's best teams. I mean, when you were struggling a little bit with some of those things we talked about earlier in the interview, and that day you had a chance to win them both, didn't, but it seemed to be that that was what kind of sparked the rest of the season, that, that, that there was a lot of potential here for these kids. Millard West is hitting three thirty six. Carney's got a good batting average as well. But Millard West has the best pitching staff in the state. Their ERA going to state for all of the team, 1.99. Arch, tell me a little bit about what you're anticipating that they're going to throw at you in this game and what that first game was like that you can take into this one. Well, first of all, if we talk about the first time that we played him, I, I think the score was something like 5-3, and then we played Miller South right after them. And at that time, you know, they might have been ranked one and two in the state. I, I, I don't actually remember. But, uh, no, we had a good day that day and, and uh, had an opportunity to win both games, especially the second game against Miller South. I think we were up 3-0 going in the bottom of the sixth and kind of fell apart a little bit. But, but uh, no, it was great competition, and, 
and we're very capable of playing with uh, the best teams in the state. There's no question about that, but, uh, but you have to do it. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of confidence in our kids and, and going back to Millard West, I think everyone in the state knew that they would probably have uh, the best pitching staff in the state. Uh, they're kind of known for that. They, they do a great job there. They have a lot of great athletes. But uh, we, we need to uh, play good defense. Braden will compete as well as anybody and keep us in the game. And, and then from there, uh, if we can get some base runners and we might have to bunt a little bit, move some kids up, those type of things, and, and maybe create some other things with some hit and runs. Uh, stuff like that so that we can advance some guys you know that that was a problem against North Star I think we only got two guys to second base no one to third base and, but we've got to be able to put a little pressure on on their pitching staff so that that'll be the main objective you've not you haven't had to play a 10 a.m game I don't think this year you've played some noon games and 12 30 games on these what's the protocol I mean you got to get your butt up out of bed or you go down the night before or, or how do you make sure that you're ready to go at 10 a.m or 9 a.m for batting practice yeah, no, that's a great question. We are actually going to leave Kearney uh, on Thursday at 2 o'clock, and we're going to drive straight to uh, Papillion South, and we're going to practice on a uh, dirt grass uh, field at Papio South. They've been uh, nice enough to let us uh, do that, and then we'll uh, head to the motel probably about 6.30, quarter till 7, something like that, and, and kind of rest for the night and get up uh, Friday morning and, and – uh, the NSAA has scheduled us to take batting practice at 8.15 Friday morning in one of the tunnels there at Warner Park. And so we will get there about 8 o'clock and, and be ready to roll. Well, let's see if things go well this morning for Carney High. That was our interview earlier this week on the Doug and Daddy Show with Coach Brad Archer. We'll be back to get baseball underway here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Carney Millard West, the state tournament from Warner Park right after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Let's take a look at today's starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Millard West, they are coached here by Steve Fry. Come in with a record of 26-5, and ranked number one in the state of Nebraska. They'll start with shortstop Drew Borner. Batting second is second base with Nick Ventiker. Batting third, the catcher, Corey Kozat. The cleanup hitter, number 18, the center fielder, Avery Moore. Batting fifth at third base is Dylan Dreesen. Batting sixth at first base, Peyton Moore. Batting seventh in right field, Drew Dermer. The designated hitter batting eighth is Nixon Snyder. And batting ninth in left field is A.J. Tauber. The pitcher today is Jackson Cahoy. For the Carney Bearcats, batting first at second base, Reese Bober. Batting second at third base, Dawson Stutz. In left field, batting third, Corbin Rich. The designated hitter batting cleanup is Tanner Johnson. Batting fifth and on the mound, Braden Anderson. At first base, batting sixth, Nolan Smith. Batting seventh, doing the catching, Dylan Welsh. In right field, batting eighth, Peyton Larson. And batting ninth at shortstop, Carter Lee. In center field today for the Bearcats once again is Lucas Wagner. The head coach for the Carney Bearcats is Brad Archer. 
And, of course, he's also got a ton of great assistant coaches, including Matt Connett and Josh Redman. Chris Pocock and the rest of the gang will be here on the bench as well. For the 15-9 Bearcats, the only losses they have to non-top-10 teams, two to Lincoln North Star, including in the A6 District Tournament. They come in ranked ninth in the state of Nebraska, and that starting lineup really no different than the one we saw on Saturday. And the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We are just moments away from the 2022 Class A State High School Baseball Tournament here on KXPN Kearney and at ESPNSuperstation.com. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. First pitch, moments away. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes, sprinklers with precision, plants with purpose, outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. And welcome back to Warner Park here in Papillion, where we are getting ready to start the Class A State Baseball Tournament. Our umpires, one of them pretty familiar, but behind the plate is Brandon Dinslogge. At first base, Kevin Marr. At second base, Tim Higgins out of Grand Island. And at third base, Eric Cedar. Our weather conditions here this morning after the rain that we had last night throughout Nebraska, and we were up at District Track yesterday right there in Burwell, about as close as I've probably ever been to an actual tornado. So to all those that are cleaning up today, thanks for the work that you're doing. But uh, the weather here, of course, when you're playing at a big league ballpark, minor league ballpark, they're going to take care of it, the turf. Uh, the infield was uh, tarped up on the natural grass here, so no problem. They were working it early this morning. Current conditions here in uh, Warner Park, 65 degrees. The winds out of the northwest at 5 mile an hour. There is no doubt this is the 25th game for Kearney. This is the least the wind has blown <laughs> all year long. And the one thing you have to get used to here, it's kind of like when you go to the state basketball tournament and play at Pinnacle. You go to the state volleyball tournament and you play 
at the Devaney, the home of the state championships. Put it out of your mind how big this ballpark is. It's not any different. In fact, it's even smaller than Memorial Field. It's 310 down the lines here. It is 402 to straightaway center. And there is a little bit of a gap, especially out there in left center field. It actually angles back a little bit more than right center field. If you hit it to dead left center, there is just a little quirk in that left center field area where it's a little bit deeper. But 310 down the lines, 402 to straightaway center here at Werner Park. Doug Duda with you. Thanks for making ESPN Tri-Cities your home for the Kearney High baseball season. And right around the corner, whenever we get done here, it's on to American Legion baseball, which gets underway on the 22nd. Let's set the rest of the table for you here today. No matter what happens, Kearney plays again on Monday. A win puts them right back here at 4 o'clock. A loss puts them right back here Monday morning at 10 a.m. They will play either Lincoln East or Elkhorn South. They have the 1 o'clock game and are the 4-5 matchups. At 4 o'clock, Millard South will take on Lincoln Southeast, and then at 7 o'clock tonight, Omaha Creighton Prep will take on Omaha Westside. Of course, the Class B State Tournament will be played tomorrow for opening round action, and Central City Fullerton Centura will be here with a wild card as well as the four seed. They play Beatrice tomorrow at 1 o'clock. The first game will have Norris against Waverly. Then the later games tomorrow, Elkhorn North against Omaha Gross and Omaha Scutt against Elkhorn. Taking a look at just some of the numbers that you're going to see here today, so impressive for what Jackson Cahoy has done. He is going to be starting his eighth game of the season, 34 and a third innings. He is 5-1. and one. His ERA is 1.63 on the season. He has struck out 59 batters in 34 and a third innings. He has walked only 11. And Braden Anderson's right there with him. There's no doubt about it. Braden uh, can match most guys across the state of Nebraska. It's just that we have to look at what both teams will do here offensively today. As they begin to warm up, we will take a final break, and the state tournament begins right after this. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation. And that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. 
Your care, our inspiration. We are ready to play state tournament baseball as Reese Bober stands in and will take an off-speed pitch over the inner half for strike one from Jackson Cohoy. And this state tournament is underway. Reese Bober, Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich. Next pitch is a fastball that's fouled straight back, and it's 0-2. You take a look at Jackson Cohoy. He kind of looks like that major league pitcher, blonde, long-flowing hair that sits down over his shoulders and works very fast. He's ready to go with an 0-2. Off-speed, going to be lifted weakly over to second base and hauled in there by Nick Ventiker for out number one. So just getting a bat on the 0-2 pitch. Put it in play, but Bober pops out to second. Boy, Carney would love to just get somebody on base, get the blood flowing here, make Cahoy throw out of the stretch, make him just think a little bit. And up to try to do that is Dawson Stutz. And the first pitch to Stutz, going to be a fastball out for ball one. Already good command being showed here by Cahoy and would expect nothing less. The 1-0 pitch, fastball behind that one. Strike one, one and one. Stutz coming in at just 209. Again, kind of a spot where you wouldn't put a 209 hitter, but it's worked for Carney. Curveball swung on and missed strike two. I'll tell you what, Cahoy wants to get this game over in 40 minutes. <laughs> He's just taking it, going, You are not going to touch me today. And the one two pitch. He's right so far. Fastball high, chased by Stutz, and he is down on strikes. Two up, two down, and that'll bring up. One of the best hitters in the state, left fielder Corbin Rich, our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, is brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. You can always nominate by going to newschannelnebraska.com or ESPNSuperstation.com. And we congratulate Corbin Rich, our male athlete of the month. The first pitch to Rich. Going to be a low breaking ball away, ball one. So Cahoy knows. Everybody knows, but Cahoy wasn't going to throw fastball right down the middle to start things off here. Rich has to be patient. The 1-0. Up and away. In fact, the catcher, Corey Kozad, couldn't handle that. It's 2-0. Millard West would probably be just fine staying away from Rich and Johnson and attacking everybody else. Here's one that's going to be drilled to right field. This is going to be deep, back, back, back. The right fielder sticks his glove out, and Dermer hauls it in. Rich drove it all the way to the warning track here at Warner Park, but they had him play deep, and it's three up, three down here at the state tournament. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base through a half an inning. Carney nothing, and Millard West coming to bat at Warner Park. May is the month to buy a new Ram at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. During the Memorial Day sales event, get 0% financing for 72 months on all new 2022 1500 crew caps. Choose from eight in stock or in transit and lock in the savings with sold order protection. If a better incentive comes along, you're free to take it at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North Side or at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must finance new Chrysler Capital offer expires May 31st, 2022. Are you looking to get the next 10 to 20 bushels on your farm? Tune in to our weekly Bushel Up series with Brandon Hamer this growing season. Don't miss a week as each episode will cover timely tips regarding nutrient, weed, disease, and insect pressures with guidance on proper application windows. Follow Brandon as he uses his agronomic expertise to farm alongside you in our Owner's Acres fields. Catch our weekly Bushel Up series on our Owner's Acres YouTube channel or watch it on our Aurora Cooperative Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. We look forward to helping you Bushel Up this growing season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. 
They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Braden Anderson has been the man for Carney. He had a 10-strikeout, no-walk performance in the district loss against Lincoln Northstar. He had a no-hitter going into the fifth inning, and then the Navigators kind of nickeled and dimed three hits, got a run on. Carney let one get away in the sixth, and the 2 nothing was the final. For Millard West, they didn't have any problems last Saturday. They only played 10 innings in their two wins over Omaha Burke and Omaha South, 13-0 and 12-0. So we go to the bottom of the first, and up first, Drew Borner, then it's Nick Van Tyker and the catcher, Corey Kozad. So Anderson was 5-0, now he's 5-2, took a loss in relief against Elkhorn North in the final home game of the season. Anderson has the first pitch foul down the right field line. There's a little more room here. Nolan Smith gives it chase, but it's well up into the stands at Warner Park. 5-2 with a 2.08 ERA in his 12th appearance of the season. 68 strikeouts and 13 walks, so his strikeout total even more than his counterpart, Jackson Cahoy, for Millard West. Both are senior pitchers. And the 0-1 to Borner. Going to be just on the outside corner, and the umpire not going to give it to him. That was a great pitch. Framed well by Dylan Welsh, but just off the outside corner of the plate. Matt Connick calls the pitches over here from the dugout. Sends it in to the 1-1. Breaking ball, lifting into left center field. That's towards the gap, but Corbin Rich comes under and hauls it in. It just kind of floated out there into left center. And the first out of the ball game here for the Kearney High defense. Corbin Rich in left, Lucas Wagner in center, Peyton Larson in right, Dawson Stutz at third, Reese Bober at second, Nolan Smith at first, and Carter Lee, the shortstop, Dylan Welsh, the catcher, and Braden Anderson is on the mound. And now Nick Van Tyser will come up for his first plate appearance for Millard West, a team that's hitting 336, fastball. That caught the outside corner for strike one. So you take a look at Van Teicher coming into this baseball game. He is hitting at a good pace so far this year, a 4-12 on base percentage. He's going to take one high here for ball number one. As far as the batting average, he is sitting at 308. A ton of guys that are hitting 400 or better. The pitch bounces in the outside batter's box to the right-handed hitter in Van Teicher. So it's two and one. Nick Van Tyker, the second baseman. Looking at Braden Anderson. Nice crowd for 10 a.m. Boy, Millard West student section. They brought a great crowd. The two one. Oh, he swung at one and was way behind that fastball. Anderson brought every bit of it right there. And it's two balls and two strikes. Nice Carney crowd, but not much more than just family members here this morning. They are. Obviously, with the long road trip, well outnumbered by Miller West. The 2-2. Swung on it, just got a piece of it, sent it back to the screen. Corey Kozan will be on deck. Our high school baseball brought to you by Five Points Bank and Optical Gallery. Glad to have you with us from the state tournament on this Friday morning at Warner Park. Two balls, two strikes, scoreless bottom of the first. And the pitch to Van Tiger again is going to be popped up. 
in the infield. Carter Lee backing up, backing up, gets under it, makes the one-hand catch. Just kind of kept drifted on him, but he hauls it in and two fly ball outs here to start the ball game for Braden Anderson, and that'll bring up the catcher in Corey Kozad, hitting 342 on the season. Avery Moore, the designated hitters on deck. He's kind of the big bopper for this team. Leads him in home runs. Second on the team in batting average at 425. But first we'll deal with a big curveball here to Corey Kozad that drops in there for strike one. Carney went one, two, three in the top of the first inning, but Corbin Rich drove one to the warning track in right field. Most of the time would have been a base hit, but Millard West was playing him pretty deep. Fastball, back to the screen, foul ball, strike two. There's no doubt about it, folks. You have to hope Carney strikes first. Both teams scored early in their first contest. Carney got a lead. Millard West came back late. They're under no assumption that, oh, it's a non-Metro team. They played them. They played them at home, and they had to squeak out a 5-3 victory. The 0-2 swung on and fouled back again. Millard West doing a good job of putting the bat on the ball here. Two fly outs, nobody on, two out, bottom of the first. And an 0-2 count to the catcher, Corey Kozat. Brad Archer with a great point. Different state tournament. You normally would never get two days off in the state tournament, but that's the way it is this year. Fastball just outside, right exactly where they wanted it, but it was set up for a ball, ball one. They're not going to get the home plate umpire, Brandon Dinslaghi, to pull the cord on that one. Might ought to say a 2-2 pitch on an 0-2 pitch. I think it's just like a 3-0. If it's in the ballpark, it's going to be a strike. 0-2, if it's not, it's a ball. Swung on, it's down and have to be picked up to throw to first. Strikeout Anderson, and Welsh throws him out. And Kozad chased a breaking ball in the dirt. So each pitcher got a strikeout in the first inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. A clean job by both pitchers after one inning at the state tournament. Number one, Millard West and number nine, Carney, All scoreless here on ESPN Tri-City. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. 
And Doug Duda back with you here at beautiful Warner Park. First time Class A has played here. It was a 1-2-3 first for both ball clubs, and that'll mean Tanner Johnson, Braden Anderson, and Nolan Smith, 4-5-6 here for Kearney High. And, of course, we all know the Braden Anderson story. He's walked more than anybody in maybe the history of the game, and he will take the first pitch here. I'll let you guess what it was. Ball one, 1-0. And, I mean, even the dugout gets involved now with this. The 1-0 from Cahoy. Breaking ball out. Ball two. 2-0 to Johnson. Johnson hitting 368 so far on the season. 2-0. Swung on and missed the fastball right down the middle. Strike one. 2-1-1. So 31 walks, 12 strikeouts on the season for Tanner. He didn't get a full committed swing on that 2-0 pitch. Breaking ball. That's a good one in there for strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Just threw one that came over the outer half. To lead off the second, the pitch to Johnson. Fastball lifted high in the air to right field, and Dermer will get under it and will haul it in. So Rich and Johnson, two of the better hitters, got under fastballs and drove them out to right field, only to see them result in outs. Brayton Anderson now batting 348 on the season. He's got five doubles, three triples. He's popped a couple of home runs. Looking for our first base runner of the ball game, and hopefully it's wearing blue and white today. The pitch from Cahoy swung on and right back to the screen. Four strike one, our high school baseball. On ESPN Tri-Cities from the state tournament, brought to you by Johnson Landscape and Family Physical Therapy. The 0-1, curveball, jumps on that one. Another fly ball to the foul ground. First baseman giving chase, and Peyton Moore runs out of real estate. So strike two. Pitchers are going to throw strikes. And this is kind of what we talked about it Saturday against Lincoln Northstar. You keep throwing strikes, you're going to swing at almost everything. You don't want to get caught on the breaking ball in the dirt like we saw happen for Millard West and Corey Kozat to end the first. But you're actually probably going to get a lot more balls put in play. The 0-2 to Anderson. Swung on, ground ball up the middle. Shortstop comes behind the bag, and Drew Borner will throw over to first and make the play. And those are the plays both teams have to make. Millard West has been better defensively than Carney. Just didn't have enough smoke on it to get it to center field. And two up, two down. That'll bring up the first baseman, Nolan Smith. He's had a couple of big games, hitting 302 on the season. Five doubles. And is playing first base. The pitch, fastball, strike one over the outer half. Smith has kind of earned that first base bag just with a better batting average of about three guys that could be over there. And then some of it's depending on who's pitching as well. There's a fastball down at the knees, called for strike two. Tough to make a living on that one. Nolan Smith down to the count, 0-2. Jackson Cahoy fires it away, and that one is in there for strike three. And again, a very, very quick inning. Jackson Cahoy is just going to go out and throw him, throw strikes, and get his second strikeout of the baseball game. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. And after one and a half, we are scoreless here on ESPN Tri-City. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. 
and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. go to the bottom of the second and one of the top hitters now for this Millard West ball club the cleanup hitter every more followed by Dylan Dreesen and Peyton Moore scoreless going to the bottom of the second and Braden Anderson starts with an off speeder chopped towards third Stutz has to charge has it throws across the diamond they got him first base umpire took a little hesitation there but I think made the right call obviously Millard West hoping that he beat out the infield single but Stutz comes away with a nice play over to Nolan Smith and that'll bring up the third baseman, Dylan Dreesen. Dreesen stands in there. Just another great hitter at 359 on the season. Only four extra base hits, though, for him. So he is more of a slap hitter. But Carney really playing deep. In fact, center fielder Lucas Wagner might be too deep. Fastball here called for strike one. Working the outer half with the fastballs. Maybe some breaking balls on the inner half for our two pitchers here. State Tournament Baseball. Beautiful morning here in Papillion. Fastball that got through the glove of Dylan Welsh. Outside for ball one. And the winner plays Monday at 4. Consolation right back same time Monday morning at 10 a.m. And the 1-1 pitch from Braden Anderson. Oh, my goodness, did he throw a wiffle ball there. I think that confused everybody at the plate. They're going to call it a ball, ball two, two and one. That had about as much movement as you can. At first, it looked like it was going to go to the backstop, and then it just fell off the table. 2-1 pitch now to Dreesen. Fastball, swung on, and elevated foul down the right field line and out of play. Two balls, two strikes. Peyton Moore is next. And another thing, both pitchers don't want to fall behind in the count because you've got some hitters that can set on fastballs and do some damage. And more now. Ready for the 2-2 from Anderson. Swung on and chopped foul at the plate. Boy, did a good job to fend off that 2-2 breaking ball. Nobody on. One out here, bottom of the second. We are scoreless in the Class A state tournament. First game, four today in A, four tomorrow in B. And the 2-2 pitch from Anderson. Fastball. Went after a high fastball and fired it back out of play again. Two balls and two strikes in our high school baseball action. As always, brought to you out of ESPN Tri-Cities by Hellman Maine, Costler and Cottle, and ENT Physicians of Kearney. So we'll try a 2-2 again here to Dylan Dreesen, and that one is hit to left field, but Corbin Rich coming in, can't get it. It bounced right in front of him, playing too deep. 
And the ball bounced in front of him. And I'm not saying he was playing too deep. It's just that the ball dropped in front of him for the first base hit of the ball game for either ball club. And now we'll see Anderson out of the stretch. As we bring up the first baseman, Peyton Moore. So Avery Moore bats fourth and plays center. Peyton Moore bats sixth and plays first base. He is hitting 262 on the season. Smith holding on the runner. Anderson takes a look over there. Anderson takes a look again. Now ready to bring the pitch to Moore, but does throw over to first, see what's going on. Maybe nobody out. You'd be looking at a bunt situation here. One out. Peyton Moore, maybe not the greatest hitter on this team, a full of great hitters. And Anderson delivers. Fastball. Boy, they're not giving the outside corner. If this was Saturday at Sherman Field, we'd have had even more strikes. Neither of these pitchers might have even thrown a ball. But it's going to be called ball one. Anderson cannot let Dreesen get in his head over there at first. The 1-0. Boy, just missed again on the outside. Ball two, and Anderson down for the first time because he's worried about the runner at first and Throwing out of the stretch, he's just missed on the outside corner twice in a row. Drew Dermer is on deck. The 2-0, squares to bunt, bunts it down the first baseline. It's a good one. Anderson has to field, does throws to first. He is out. Boy, that was bang, bang. I would not have been surprised had he called him safe. Once again, our first base umpire took about a full second to relay it in his mind, but it is going to be a sacrifice bunt. Two outs now, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Drew Dermer. As Millard West tries to strike first here in the state baseball tournament. And you can hear some of the Millard West fans making some noise. 298 hitter for Dermer. Big lead at second. Some dancing, gets Anderson's attention. Now he fires a fastball in there for strike one. So didn't miss on the outer half that time, 0-1. Carney's been caught a couple of times this season when they're covering the bag. The batter puts it right where they would have been. Second baseman, Reese Bober covering the bag here. And the 0-1 pitch from Braden Anderson. There he goes, stealing third, swung on a miss, throw to third, good throw would get him, but it's up the foul line, and Stutz can't slap it on him, stolen base, but it is a strike, and 0-2 to Drew Dermer. So Dreesen steals third, and Millard West just trying to put that in the head of Dylan Welsh and Braden Anderson. No balls, two strikes. They have it wrong on the board here at Warner. Pitch is high, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Waiting on deck, Nixon Snyder, the designated hitter. If Dermer can keep this inning going. Anderson trying to get the third out. One, two, swung on and missed. He got him on a high fastball. And Anderson looking good here so far for Carney High. In this first second inning, there were no runs, one hit, 
No errors, one man left on base. After two complete in the Class A State Tournament opening round, Carney and Millard West are scoreless here on ESPN Tri-Cities. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all areas athletes. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. First two innings, quick here at Warner Park. Now Carney would like to have a little bit longer top of the third inning, looking for their base, first base runner, 7-8-9, Dylan Welsh, Peyton Larson, and Carter Lee. And again, the bottom of the order throughout the year has been producing a little bit. Welsh started out red hot. He's down to 304, was hitting over 400 at one point. Let's see what the lefty can do against Jackson Cahoy, breaking ball outside, ball one. Cahoy has got the ball back, and he is just ready to throw. Inside on a fastball, 2-0. That's the first 2-0 count. Cahoy has given anybody besides our man Corbin Rich. And I guess he did go 2-0 to Tanner Johnson before getting two strikes on the pitch. Thought about it, but it's a fastball in there, strike one. Two and one, Larson on deck. And the two one from Cahoy. Breaking ball, swung on a miss, strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Cahoy throws strikes, guys. When he misses, it's pretty much intentional. He's trying to get you to chase, trying to throw something different. So two balls, two strikes, and Welsh ready. Fastball in, ball three. Oh, Millard West calling for that. No, no, folks, three and two. In and a little low. It's a good pitch. Just never going to be able to hit that thing. So a full count to Dylan Welsh. Breaking ball, and he swung through it. Boy, that was a good pitch by Cahoy. And strikeout number three now in the ball game. That'll bring up the right fielder, Peyton Larson. So Larson stands in there, trying to find some offense at 226. He's got three doubles. He did pop one out of the yard, takes a fastball for strike one. Surprise, Carney hasn't showed bunt, uh, just to try and throw Millard West a little bit off of our routine here. Fastball, strike two, that one called on the outside corner. Just caught the black. Now standing right on top of the pit plate, Larson swings through it, so about a 30-second out. Carney's got to slow this game down. They cannot allow Jackson Cahoy to stay in this rhythm. I mean, even if he's mowing you down, step out of the box, take a time, show a bunt, do something so that he can't throw every six seconds. Two up, two down, and the shortstop Carter Lee having a much better month at the plate here. First pitch in there for strike one. Brought it up and in. 
Lee right now batting 270, was just under 200 about mid-April. The pitch outside, ball one, one and one. Hoping that Lee can get on and get to Reese Bober. Otherwise, it'll be a perfect first three innings here for Jackson Cahoy with a 1.63 ERA. The pitch outside, ball two, two and one. Carney has put the ball in play a little bit. Three flyouts. The one ground out by Anderson, which was a nice play by Borner right behind the second base bag. Pitch to Lee. Looks in, and it is in. So ball three. Three and one to Carter Lee. And for the second time this inning, a three-ball count here from Jackson Cahoy. The 3-1 inside. Ball four, and Carney will have their first base runner. Albeit by the walk, whatever it takes here, and that'll bring up Reese Boburn. He saw three strikes and uh, weakly popped out to the second baseman, Nick Van Tyker, on an 0-2 pitch to start the baseball game. We are in the top of the third, scoreless. One hit and one base runner for Millard West. No hits in this Carter Lee on the two-out walk, the first base runner for Carney. And the pitch to Bober, breaking ball inside, ball one. And Carney's done a pretty good job throughout the year. We talk about Tanner Johnson, but a lot of the guys are pretty good about looking at that first pitch if it's not a strike, not chasing breaking balls. Lee gets the lead, held on by Peyton Moore. Fastball went after it and flicked it over to the Carney bench. One ball and one strike. Center fielder Avery Moore has come in a little bit. Millard West respecting the top of the order as well. They're not playing too shallow. And, of course, I guess maybe we're just used to that wind howling and the outfielders playing pretty shallow all season long. Doug Duda with you here at Werner Park. Throw over to first, got away, and Carter Lee's going to be able to run to second, and there's a lot of room here. But first baseman Peyton Moore will run it down on the air, the pitcher. Jackson Cahoy, so you get him in to the stretch for the first time, and he kind of sidearmed, threw it over to first, and threw it up the home plate side of the bag, and Moore couldn't quite get it. So Lee now stands at second, first runner in scoring position, and we've got a 1-1 count to Reese Bober, the pitch. He'll take it outside for ball two. Dawson Stutz will be next, Carney High getting a chance to make some noise here from their fans for really the first time in the ball game. Cahoy checks the runner, nobody holding him on the 2-1, and that is right down the heart for two, strike two. Bober was looking for something else because he was not swinging at that one that was right down the heart. So two balls, two strikes, two outs. Cahoy trying to get around the walk here. And the pitch to Bober, swung on and chopped foul, stays right there at the plate, will do it again. It'll also be the bottom of the order for Millard West. They'll go 8-9-1 when we get to the third. It's a pitcher's duel. Figured that would have to be that way for Carney to hang in this ball game. But can they be the first to scratch out a run? Another 2-2 pitch now to Reese Bober, and he hits it right at the shortstop. Scooped up, and Borner throws over to first to get the out. So put it in play, but Borner didn't even have to move. It went right to him. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on with the first walk of the baseball game. We go to the bottom of the third here at the state tournament. 
Carney and Miller West are... They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes, sprinklers with precision, plants with purpose, outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. As always, a big thank you to the many fond sponsors that allow us to bring you American Legion baseball in the summer and high school baseball in the spring. And, of course, coming off district track earlier this week, great job to the Carney Bearcat boys. They win the A1 district this uh, Tuesday. As we get the bottom of the third underway, Nixon Snyder, the designated hitter, hits a major league pop fly, and Anderson! Did he hold it? No, the ball flies, falls to the ground. Anderson called for it and at the last second, flung his body backwards, and the ball will hit the ground. And they are going to rule that a hit. So a high pop fly single, and now the number nine hitter, A.J. Tauber in there, and with a scoreless game early, trying to find that first run of the ball game, you would have to expect that we are going to see a bunt here from the number nine hitter. That's a tough lane. Those are the itty-bitty things that have just crushed him. But the first pitch is swung on and drilled to left field. Corbin Rich comes under and makes the catch. So didn't go with the bunt that time from Tauber. And you want to know why? He's hitting 439 with three doubles, two home runs. So Tauber... They sneak him down there in the number nine spot, and he flies out to left field for out number one. Drew Borner, who also flew out to Corbin Rich, is in there. So the two base hits for Millard West were just off of Carney Gloves, one that just landed in front of Corbin Rich, and then one that Anderson couldn't find. He'll throw over to first, safe. And Anderson facing... Drew Barner hitting 419 on the season. And Anderson's first pitch going to be hit towards right field. Peyton Larson comes over three steps and hauls it in. So a fly ball to right for Borner. And trying to work around that pop-up in the infield is Braden Anderson. He's got two guys on two pitches here. And that'll bring up Nick Venteiter. Van Tyker hit a high fly ball that Carter Lee grabbed just on the outfield grass for the second out in the first. Short lead away from first by Nixon Snyder, the designated hitter. Anderson checks him. And now comes set. 
And the first pitch to Van Tyker, taking a long time, maybe looking for a time at the plate. Called for time, didn't get it. They steal the base. It is a strike call. Yeah, I think Braden Anderson was waiting for the timeout to be called. When it finally was called, it was too late. It was called a strike, and Snyder steals second base. So Millard West got what they wanted there, 0-1. So Millard West is going to run. They've already shown it their second stolen base. They stole third earlier with Dreesen. But just got to get the batter now. Anderson again looking at second, now brings a curveball home, and it's high. And see that a lot uh, from a lot of guys. Once you're thrown out of the stretch and you got a guy in scoring position, you try to throw that breaking ball or an off-speed pitch, it's not quite as pure, and it's one and one. Corey goes out on deck, scoreless in the bottom of the third. Carney trying to keep it that way. And the pitch, fastball behind it again, strike two, one and two. To Van Tyker, Anderson Raring back, Wagner playing deep in center, fairly deep for Rich in left. Standard depth for Peyton Larson in right. Runner at second with two outs and a 1-2 count here and a scoreless bottom of the third at the state tournament. Anderson kicks and deals. Fastball up and away, ball two. Again, another good pitch. Seeing if he can get him to chase. Millard West has went after a couple of high fastballs so far in this game. Anderson so far with two strikeouts. Would love to get number three right here. And the 2-2 pitch to Van Tyker. Out of the stretch. Fastball just got a piece of it. Our high school baseball brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and ENT Physicians of Kearney. Doug Duda with you on KXPN Kearney at ESPNSuperstation.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Go to ESPNSuperstation.com or NewsChannelNebraska.com. Another 2-2 pitch here to Nick Van Tyker from Braden Anderson. Fastball up. Didn't chase that one, and we've got a full count. Anderson comes off the mound for the first time, kind of walks around, tries to compose himself. There's a lot of pressure. He knows he can't allow much today. Just like last week, they're going to try and steal third. The throw down to third on ball four is late, and that is a big one there. He threw a breaking ball, which was a good pitch to steal on. And Snyder has stolen second. Now he's stolen third in the first walk of the ball game as the breaking ball was high, and that'll bring up the catcher, Corey Kozad. He did go down on strikes the first time up. Now catcher Dylan Welsh flashes the signals out there, but it would seem like a guarantee that Van Tyker would try to steal second here. You know how in Little League, when you have first and third, the kid always goes, and now it just hasn't been close yet for Carney to throw out any of the base runners. First pitch, knocked down by Welsh. They're going to try and score. Anderson, they got him in there. And now all the way to third, and here are the things that have just destroyed Carney throughout the season. It's just a ball that bounced in the dirt. Welsh couldn't cover it. A run scores. The first baseman goes all the way to third, and it's one nothing Millard West. A wild pitch. So Snyder popped up high in the infield. Anderson couldn't catch it. Steals a base, steals a base, scores on a wild pitch. Carney should have been out of here, and now they're in some trouble. 1-0 to Corey Kozak. And another runner at third. 1-0 pitch from Anderson. Swung on. It's going to be a check swing foul. <laughs> 
<laughs> Corey not pleased with that. So it's one and one. One ball, one strike, two outs. And Millard West has got the first run of the ball game. Braden Anderson set. And we'll bring a breaking ball that's skied into the air into shallow right field. Peyton Larson coming in. And we'll make the catch for out number three. But Millard West is on the board. One run on one hit that was just not caught at the pitcher's mound. There were no errors. And there was one man left on base. After three innings of play here at the State Baseball Tournament, it is Millard West leading Carney High 1-0 on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And welcome back to High School Baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. A graduation day for UNK that is going on. Nebraska softball will play Ohio State in the Big Ten Tournament semifinals. That is this afternoon at 1 o'clock. You can check that out on the Big Ten Network as well. No Doug and Daddy show today because we are at the State Baseball Tournament here at Warner Park in Papillion. And we will be able to bring you to the top of the fourth inning where Carney will have 2 3 4. Coming to the base, or coming to the plate, Dawson Stutz, Corbin Rich, Tanner Johnson against Jackson Cohoy. Stutz swung at the first pitch of fastball right down to Hart for strike one. He went down on strikes in the first inning. Two strikeouts, one walk for Jackson Cohoy. The 0-1. That's going to be over the outside corner. Strike two. Dropped down a little three-quarter arm that time, did Cohoy. And now the 0-2, swung on and missed. Strike three. Cahoy has a sense of a couple of the guys that he can just bring it to and give them all kinds of trouble, and he did right there. So Corbin Rich stands in there, came into the state tournament batting 500. He took a 2-0 pitch to the warning track in right field his first time up. So let's see how Cahoy deals with him here. The first pitch, low and away, bounced to the dirt. 1-0. Nebraska baseball playing at Illinois this weekend. Here's a strike called over the outer half. 1-1. One one. Tanner Johnson is on deck. Fastball. Oh, gave him that 1-1-2. One, one, Picking the outside corner. So now Rich is down on the count. Something that he hasn't been in much this year. The 1-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled down the right field line into the stands. So now Cahoy trying to challenge Carney's best hitter, saying, I'm going to go get you too. 
Rich is going to try and prove him different. Looking for Carney's first hit of the ball game, the one-two. Swung on a high fastball and sent it back to the screen. So he's got Rich right where he wants him now. He's fouled off a couple. I would imagine that this one-two pitch is going to be out of the zone. Let's find out. Cahoy's one-two. Change up, back up the middle. Second baseman backhands it. Van Teicher over to first. Scoop there by Moore. And a great job defensively to get Corbin Rich. Again, hit hard and had to make a move towards the second base bag. But Van Tyker backhanded it. His throw was low and Moore picked it. And Carney still looking for their first hit. And Tanner Johnson will stand in there. Get a high fly ball to right field his first time up. Carney's one base runner was Carter Lee on a walk. Johnson takes a fastball down the middle for strike one. Over 60 strikeouts now on the season for Jackson Cahoy. The 0-1. High ball one, one and one. You can hear that velocity and that catcher, Corey Kozad's glove pop from Cahoy. Check swing, say he went around on a breaking ball. One and two. Brought that change up over the inner half and Johnson couldn't hold. So it's one and two, nobody on, two outs. Cahoy, chop foul at the plate. Braden Anderson would be next. Just to make Cahoy throw some pitches, get him out of his rhythm. We talked about it early on. Another one, two to Johnson. Going to be up and in, ball two, two and two. Tanner looking for those quick hands. Infielders playing pretty deep here. The 2-2 two -two pitch. Outside, ball three. And Tanner Johnson has worked the count full, three and two, with nobody on and two out, top of the fourth. Millard West up one nothing. And the 3-2 pitch to Johnson. Breaking ball, got him looking, strike three. So Tanner Johnson called out on strikes, two strikeouts in the inning here for Jackson Cahoy. He's now got four in the ball game, and he gets through the heart of the Bearcat lineup, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Millard West one and Carney nothing on ESPN. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it. And who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Doug Duda back with you here. I want to say congratulations to Hastings College. Had a couple of players named all-conference in Sydney Schlelkoff and Lauren Schneider in softball. Second team picks. Baseball came out yesterday. Softball today. Also, Lauren Tamayo, Carson Sears were honored by the Great Plains Athletic Conference as the outstanding athletes of the year in track. Lexington boys beat Northwest at the state soccer tournament 
uh, yesterday. Here we're ready to go to the bottom of the fourth inning as Braden Anderson back out there, trailing one to nothing now against Millard West. He'll throw a huge curveball that drops in there for strike one to the center fielder and cleanup hitter Avery Moore. Moore grounded out on a bang-bang play to third baseman Dawson Stutz on a slow roller to start the second. Anderson's fastball, check swing, foul, strike two, 0-2. Avery Moore, Dylan Dreesen, Peyton Moore to get things going. Again, Millard West scored in the third, a major league pop-up on the infield that fell behind Braden Anderson. He thought he had it, and then it was back over his head and dropped. Fastball high, one and two to Moore. But then he got Tauber to fly to left and Borner to fly to right, but a wild pitch after two stolen bases by Nixon Snyder got him to score and able to score without an RBI. The pitch, breaking ball a little low, another good one there from... Braden Anderson, but missed. Anderson has struck out two and walked one here through three innings. Trying to keep that leadoff bat off base. That's what hurt him last inning. The 2-2 fastball fouled back. And it stays 2-2. Two two. The next game here, which will go at 1 o'clock, will be Lincoln East and Elkhorn South. Carney will get one of those no matter what happens here on Monday. And Anderson's pitch. Fastball right through him. Strike him out. Avery Moore, the cleanup hitter, hitting over 400. Couldn't catch up to the Brayden Anderson fastball. And that'll bring up Dylan Dreesen, who had the first base hit of the ball game. He singled in the second, got stranded at third after stealing a base. So Dreesen stands in there. Just two hits in the ball game. Only one of those was smoked. Like we said, that pop-up, they ruled a hit in the infield. And the pitch. Fastball just out. Ball one. And the way this game is going, it's just like last Saturday. Anderson knows he can't give anything else up, and he's pitching to the heart of this Wildcat lineup. Curveball, popped back out of play. Dreesen was on it, but hitting off the back foot, you could see his weight shift and drop the barrel of the bat under it. And it's one and one. Again, a beautiful day for baseball. Making it up to about 70 here. It was 65 at first pitch. Anderson's 1-1. One, one. That one just slid right out of his hand. It was way outside and bounced for ball two. Peyton Moore on deck. So a new baseball out to Braden. Again, the defense is just playing it straight up here for Carney. Hasn't been a whole lot of theatrics in this baseball game. Chopped towards Stutz, a little slow. He has to come after it, throw to first, and a nice play as Nolan Smith will keep it from bouncing. And Dreesen grounds out to Dawson Stutz. He waited for that first hop to see what was going to happen, and it seemed like it was going to just die after that first hop. So then he had to charge on it, still made a nice play. So two up, two down here in the bottom of the fourth inning. The first baseman, Peyton Moore, who dropped down a sacrifice bunt in the second inning, will stand in there. Again, most all of these Wildcats can spank the baseball. And let's see what Moore does with nobody on and two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Fastball at the knee, strike one call. Top of the fifth for Carney. It'll be five, six, seven. Anderson, Smith, and Welsh. 
against Jackson Cahoy, who has been perfect. Basically, he has one walk. Fastball down the middle, strike two. He has not allowed a hit to Carney. Carney really struggling. Two hits on Saturday. Nothing so far in the first four innings here today at Werner Park. Corbin Rich smoked one to the right field warning track his first time up. That's about as close. There's been a couple grounders that were handled by second and short. Fastball just up. Anderson thought he'd try something different on the 0-2 pitch and not try to catch him with a breaking ball and just about got the ring up. Drew Dermer on deck. A lot of these guys graduate Sunday. There's the curveball that got him looking, strike three. So 12 seniors on this Carney baseball team will graduate on Sunday, and boy, they would be much happier if they could upset the number one team in the state. Remember, the only other time they played Millard West in the postseason, they were number one and beat them in the district final the first year of baseball for the Bearcats. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. Two strikeouts in the inning for Braden Anderson. We're through four complete in the Class A state tournament opener. one nothing. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Man. Johnson. May is the month to buy a new Ram at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. During the Memorial Day sales event, get 0% financing for 72 months on all new 2022 1500 crew caps. Choose from 8 in stock or in transit and lock in the savings with sold order protection. If a better incentive comes along, you're free to take it at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North Side or at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must finance new Chrysler Capital. Offer expires May 31st, 2022. It'll be the pitcher, Braden Anderson, to get things going here for Carney in the top of the fifth. Anderson grounded out to short his first time up. Drew Borner made a nice play behind the bag. First pitch is low and away for ball one. Carney, no runs, no hits. The pitch, fastball low, ball two. There was one error after Cahoy uh, walked Carter Lee with two outs in the third, his pickoff. Over to first, got away. The 2-0 to Anderson, 3-0. And for the first time in the ball game, Jackson Cahoy has went behind at 3-0. So Anderson should be standing there for posture this time. And he is, and the fastball's right down the middle, 3-1. Nolan Smith on deck. Then Dylan Welsh here for the Bearcats. We'd love to get the leadoff man on here, the 3-1. Another fastball taken low, ball four. Didn't miss by much, but Anderson will draw a leadoff walk here for the Bearcats at the top of the fifth, and that'll bring up Nolan Smith. And you can bet Brad Archer, who hasn't had an opportunity to do much but stand there in the third base coach's box and look good throughout this game, going to flash some signs here for Nolan Smith, the 3-0-2 hitter. Looks like Carney is going to courtesy run here as well for Braden Anderson, Quinn Foster, who... Courtesy runs most of the year is in there for the Bearcats. So making sure that everybody is aware and we're ready to go. Throw to first. Heck, Foster was hardly off the bag. So just wanted to check on things. Peyton Moore, the first baseman for the Wildcats, grabs it and throws it right back. Not squaring to bunt. 
And the pitch misses outside, ball one. So Jackson Cahoy, who has had pinpoint control so far in this baseball game, a little off the mark here to start the fifth. Third baseman Dylan Dreesen creeping in at the infield grass. 1-0. There's a strike, 1-1. One one. That might have been what Carney was looking for. See if they could get that first strike or if Cahoy was going to be off. So the... Signals coming from Brad Archer. Can Nolan Smith advance the runner here? Lynn Foster, very short lead. Throws over to first. Again, got to be a little careful. That was almost wide as well. One of his first pickoff moves, he threw past Peyton Moore. The pitch squares to bunt, pulls it back. Didn't get the call, and catcher Corey Kozad visibly dropped his head there wanting that one. Didn't get it. So two and one to Nolan Smith. Dylan Welsh on deck. Lead off walk here to Braden Anderson. Carney trailing one nothing in the top of the fifth of a seven inning state tournament game. We're in the fifth and we've only played an hour. They are moving along. Two one pitch. There is a swing on a hit and run that's going to be hit to right field deep, but catchable right in front of the warning track. Oh my! Nolan Smith got the bat on that ball, but Drew Dermer went back, so the bunt was taken off. The hit and run was put on. But Smith flies out to right field. So Carney tried a little something different there. I mean, great idea. Cahoy had to throw a strike there. And they took a chance on it. But a deep fly out. And that'll bring up Dylan Welsh, the catcher. He went down on strikes on a 3-2 pitch his first time up. Big swing and a foul tip at the plate. Again, Dylan has taken some mighty swings here. And when he connects, it's great. But when he doesn't, he has been a strikeout victim a little bit more here over the last third of the year, especially. Quinn Foster, the courtesy runner, breaking ball, foul out, and it's 0-2. Foster's not going anywhere as far as a stolen base is concerned. They did have him take off on the hit and run. High school baseball brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and ENT Physicians of Kearney, along with Optical Gallery. Thanks so much to our many fine sponsors. 0-2, don't want to waste this leadoff walk. Throw to first, back in time. So it's up to Welsh to try and work the count here or get Carney's first hit of the game. The pitch swung on and fooled him. Strike three. So after the leadoff walk, a fly out to right and a strikeout. That brings up the right field for Carney. Peyton Larson, he was down on three pitches in about 15 seconds, it seemed like, from Jackson Cohoy. So Anderson drew the leadoff walk. Foster still standing at first as the courtesy runner. And Peyton Larson, first pitch swung on him as strike one. Carney got what they wanted, the leadoff man aboard, but he's still there. Somebody can be the hero. Breaking ball low and away, one and one. Don't want to lose one nothing, and you don't want to get no hit. So let's see if Carney can get that first hit from Peyton Larson. One one. Swung on and missed strike two. Just can't catch that fastball. Carter Lee is next. He was the only other base runner. He had a two out walk in the third. Big boy baseball right now from Millard West and Jackson Cahoy. And the one two pitch. Breaking ball. Fouled back. So Larson got a piece of that. He's got to have some confidence up there. He has been bewildered by Cahoy, so got to stand in there and be ready now. He has been. It's just you can tell Cahoy is in his head a little bit. 
And the one-two pitch, time called. There we go. I've had to throw out of the stretch. I was looking for Carney to do that more with the windup. Now the one-two. Swung at a fastball high and got him. And that'll be out number three. Two more strikeouts in the inning. Six of the ball game for Jackson Cohoy. There were no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on with the second walk of the ball game. And we go to the bottom of the fifth. It's Millard West 1, Carney nothing from the state tournament on ESPN. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Doug Duda back with you here at Warner Park. Thanks to Dan Masters and the crew from the Nebraska School Activities Association. As we go to the bottom of the fifth inning and standing in there for Millard West will be Drew Dermer. Plenty of guys on this team that are going to college at the Division I level. And not all of them are even suiting up because that pitching rotation. Drew Dermer, Nixon Snyder, A.J. Tauber, bottom of the fifth, one nothing Millard West. All Braden Anderson can do is keep doing what he's doing as it's flung on and fouled back to the plate of the screen. Drew Dermer struck out to end the second inning. And the 0-1 pitch now from Braden Anderson. Another fastball, swat on his strike two. Anderson has four strikeouts so far in the ball game, two last inning. He's up 0-2 here on Turner, the right fielder. He's had a couple of plays out there defensively by the warning track. Here's one that just missed over the outer half. One and two, designated hitter Nixon Snyder, who had one of the two hits, graciously given a hit and he's the only man that scored. It was a pop-up on the infield that fell to the ground. And the pitch from Anderson fouled out of play down the right field line. Jackson Cohoy, preseason All-American on the mound, as you can tell by the way things are going here for him. He's done so many great things throughout his career. He's pretty good in more than just baseball as well. And the pitch going to be popped back out of play again. Another foul ball. And the count will remain one and two here to Drew Dermer. 
Anderson trying to take care of the leadoff batter here. The one-two chopped right back to him. It's going to be a hustle play. Anderson's got it and throws over to Smith. So Anderson did a good job getting off the mound. It only got about halfway out to him. A swinging bunt, if you will. And Dermer is retired for the first out here in the bottom of the fifth. And that brings up the designated hitter, Nixon Snyder. Again, he hit a pop-up. That was probably above all the stands here. And Braden Anderson called for it, came over towards the third baseline. And then you could see him start to drift back, drift back. And at the last minute, just flung his body backwards and couldn't catch it. And they called it a hit. Snyder then stole second, stole third, and came home on a wild pitch. And that would be a horrible way to lose if Carney ends up on the wrong side of a 1-0. Breaking ball here is ball one. Fastball's up and in, ball two. So 2-0 to Snyder. A.J. Tauber is on deck. 1-0 Millard West here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Millard West, the number one seed, 26-5. Fastball. Ooh, didn't give him that one either. Just missed the outside. 3-0. One walk in the ball game, but for the first time, a 3-0 count. And the pitch. There's a good one. Strike three and one. Be interesting to see where Cahoy ends up with his baseball career. And Anderson, one of the great college commits for the Kearney baseball team, gets strike two called on a 3-1 pitch. Took a change up in there. It wasn't really a curveball, maybe his slider that he threw. Three and two. Needs to get another one here on Nixon Snyder to lead off the bottom of the fifth. Hit to left field, high pop fly. Rich has got it measured, and he'll haul it in. So Rich didn't have to do too much, move towards the left field line a little bit, and hauls it in for out number two. So two up, two down. Tauber, who also flew out to Rich, will stand in there. So again, Millard West only score on a two-out wild pitch. But Carney has yet to get a hit against Jackson Cohoy. And Anderson, the wind of the pitch, squares to bunt. That's a beauty down the third baseline. Anderson off balance. That's going to be a base hit. Is what it is. Great bunt by A.J. Tauber. Here's a kid hitting over 430 in the nine slot, and he drops down the bunt. So a two-out bunt brings up Drew Borner. He's flown to left, and he's flown to right. And they have stole bases every time they've been on. Three for three in stolen bases here in this baseball game. And Tauber probably is going to be on the move. He's got a pretty nice lead as well. Throw to first. Oh, my. Wide. Nolan Smith got it, but Tauber kind of slipped and fell back into first. Had that been a perfect pickoff throw, they might have got him. But it wasn't, and they didn't. Back over there, trying to hold him close. And Anderson's got to be thinking they've gone every time on him, basically. And Tauber's got a nice lead. So can Borner put the ball in play? And if he can, can Carney make the play and just get out of here, go to the top of the sixth? Anderson long out of the stretch, throws back over to first. That's a little bit better but safe again for A.J. Tauber. Again with two outs, 
Got to get the batter, and it doesn't matter who's dancing over there at first. So Anderson again checks and comes set. And the pitch squares to butt. They're stealing right away. The pitch is high and in there safely. Tauber. Ball one. So they are testing the catcher, Dylan Welsh, but he really just didn't have a chance. It doesn't seem like Braden Anderson takes a long time to deliver the ball to the plate. Just a good jump down there. And so a bunt single, a stolen base, and now it's 1-0 to Drew Borner. And again, you want to hold him tight, but the outfield's playing so deep that anything that gets out there is going to score him. So let's go get the batter. Pickoff play to the shortstop, Carter Lee. This is what Millard West wants. It's getting Braden Anderson out of his pitching rhythm. And it's hard to not think that's something that's in his head right now. And he's down to the count, 1-0 to Drew Borner with two flyouts. Again, three hits in the ball game for Millard West. And Anderson steps off the mound again. Boy, he is just all kinds of befuddled right now. Such a good pitcher. But he doesn't want Tauber to steal third. That's what Snyder did back in the third inning. He had a nice steal at third base. And that's what got him home on a wild pitch. And that is the game right now, one nothing. And the throw back to second again. Just got in there. That was a perfect pickoff on the shortstop side. Lee had it. It was just above the ground. Tim Higgins is the second base umpire. Second base umpire has to watch those plays like that and anything maybe out to the outfield, but usually a good place to start. Maybe even a bigger lead now for Tauber. And Anderson finally going to deliver the pitch. Ground ball to Lee. Backhands it. Throws to first, but it's up the line. Runner around first, and he is going to score because Nolan Smith can't find the baseball, and Millard West has scored two runs that you just beat your head against the dugout wall on. Again, because you had a guy at second, your shortstop is shaded over there. Carter Lee made a great backhand pick, threw across his body. It just pulled the first baseman, Nolan Smith, off the bag. It is an infield hit and an RBI, but just like last Saturday against Lincoln Northstar, two to nothing. Just a killer. A two-out bunt single, stolen base, stolen base, and then on the infield hit, He's able to get around third and score. Smith couldn't find it. There was kind of a collision down there. Borner on the ground, but there was no interference. And he's going to steal the bag. Swing and a miss. Throw down to second. And in there safely. And we got an out call. What happened? He overslid the bag. Looks like there's a discussion. They're going to call interference at home plate. They're calling interference at home plate on Nick Van Tyker, one of their top hitters. He swung at the pitch, and they're going to say that that did not give Dylan Welsh an accurate and open throw down to the second baseman. So interference is called, and Van Tyker is out because of that. One run on a bunt single. So one run, one hit. There were no errors. And one man left on base. We go to the top of the sixth. It is two to nothing. 
Millard West leading Carney here on ESPN. Are you ready to win in the show ring this summer? Aurora Cooperatives excited to roll out our first ever show season clinics, teaching you the tips and tricks about feeding, daily care, and showmanship needed to be successful. You will have the opportunity to bring in your livestock and get one-on-one mentorship from our team of experts. Clinics will be taking place in York, St. Paul, Franklin, and Belleville, Kansas. Log on to our Aurora Cooperative website or check out our social media to reserve your spot today. Reach out to your Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Specialist for more information or visit us online at www.auroracoop.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Warner Park, where we go to the top of the sixth inning. And it is two to nothing, Millard West, the true nickel and diming that you will see at this level. You could talk top college softball, you could talk top college baseball, especially here at the high school level. And Millard West, it's not like they've hit anything into the gap or had a sharp single anywhere in this baseball game to drive anybody in, but they do lead it two to nothing. As we go to the top of the sixth inning, Jackson Cahoy, two walks, six strikeouts, no hits. And it will be Carter Lee, Reese Bober, and Dawson Stutz. Carter Lee was the first base runner, drawing a two-out walk in the third and was stranded at second after an errant pickoff move got him over there. And Lee, the lefty, stands in, looks at the curveball, drops right in there for strike number one. When we're all done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats for you. Pitches in there for ball one. One and oh, the count. And the fastball hit into the left field gap. Base hit, Carter Lee. And Carney has their first base hit of the ball game here to start off the sixth. The third baseman, Dylan Dreesen, was playing in for the bunt. And he was able to rifle it in to that shortstop third baseman gap. I don't think it would have mattered where he was. Jackson Williams, it looks like, is a defensive change here into right field for Drew Dermer. And now standing in there is going to be Reese Bober, and he will take one that is just out of the zone for ball one. Bober popped out to second on just kind of a check swing and then grounded out to shortstop Drew Borner. The pitch. He'll take it just over the outside corner for strike one, one and one. Again, Millard West anticipating that there could be a bunt, but kind of like last week when Carney got somebody on late, you're down two, so bunt might not be in play here. Let's find out. Pitch to Bober. He takes one down the middle for strike two, one and two. Dawson Stutz next, then Corbin Rich. Carter Lee, the leadoff single here in the sixth of the seven-inning game. And the one-two pitch to Bober. Swung at a high one, strike three. Anticipating the changeup, and it stayed high. Strike three, and Bober is retired. That brings up Dawson Stutz, 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. 
And sometimes you think about pinch hitting, but it's not like Carney has somebody on the bench that's hitting 350. So Stutz stays in, squares to bunt, and he fouls it back. It almost hit him. He couldn't get out of the way. So he was protecting his own sail and fouled it back, strike one. Two runs, four hits, one error for Millard West. No runs, one hit, no errors for Carney. 2 nothing Millard West, top of the sixth. One on, one out. The pitch to Stutz first. They'll throw over to first. And Lee is back. I mean, Carter's got the speed, but Cahoy's just too good up there. Millard West stealing a ton of bases, and Carney not getting the chance to. Pitch is called strike over the outside corner again to Dawson Stutz. Cahoy is just clipping that outside black, and it's 0-2. Stutz trying to avoid the sum of the uh, three strikeouts here. He'll take one high, fake the throw down to first, had Lee diving back in. One and two to Dawson Stutz. Carbon Rich would be next. And he is probably the best chance Carney has right now. Stutz would just love to reach base here, give him two on. Breaking ball, poked at it, protected the plate. And popped it out of play. We'll do it again. Count remains one and two. High school baseball brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Johnson Landscape. Doug Duda with you on KXPN Carney, ESPN Superstation.com here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth, bringing you our state baseball action. The one-two pitch swung on and fouled straight back. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And again, a 1-2 pitch to Stutz outside. Tried to frame it in there. Corey Kozab, but not going to get that one. That was a little bit out. 2-2. Two two. Again, a good pitch. But Stutz didn't bite on that one. Lee, short lead away from first, the 2-2 outside. No doubt on that one, and it's full. Now what will Coach Brad Archer do? You know you got Corbin Rich on deck. You pretty much know you got to throw a strike here. Stutz has struck out twice. And the 3-2 pitch, runner stays put. Fastball swung on a miss, strike three. Foul ticked it, but right into the glove of Corey Kozad. So after the leadoff single, back-to-back -back strikeouts here. For Jackson Cahoy, he's had two in each of the last three innings. He's got eight in the ball game. And now we are going to have a meeting on the mound as Coach Steve Fry comes out there to talk to Jackson Cahoy. And I imagine this is pretty simple. Corbin Rich is the only guy being nice. I know Tanner and some of the other guys can, but this is probably the only guy right now that can beat you. You've got two outs. You don't want to throw anything that he could put into the left field stands. He's already taken one to the warning track in right field. Probably talking about maybe how you want to pitch him. Tanner Johnson would be next, and Tanner could definitely put one in a gap on you. There is some action out of the bullpen. It's, I think a couple of those guys might just be from the next game as well. Again, the next game at 1 o'clock here today is Lincoln East and Elkhorn South. The winner of this and that game play at 4 Monday. The losers will play on Monday at 10 a.m. All right, Corbin Rich flown out to right, grounded to second. And it was a nice backhanded play there by Nick Van Tyker to do that. 
So Corbin just looking for one that he could drive. The pitch. Swung on and grounded weakly towards short. He's got a charge. Can Rich get there? Third baseman picks, throws to first. He's safe. Infield hit. Rich swung at the first pitch, was a little bit off speed, and it's an infield single. Corbin, not the fastest guy out there, but our athlete of the month for this last week had just enough to beat the throw of Dylan Dreesen. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Tanner Johnson. So this is it right here. And now Brad Archer is coming up to talk to the home plate umpire. I think you're going to probably get a pinch runner for Corbin Rich, and then you'll see him re-enter. Coming into the ball game, looks like Hudson Bertrand will be the courtesy runner here. Or pin no. Oh, it's Creed Martin. Excuse me, Creed Martin who has been hurt since the Columbus game with a shoulder, can run. He just can't do anything else. So Creed Martin will pinch run. Carter Lee is at second. It's 2 to nothing, Millard West with two out in the top of the sixth. And this is going to be Carney's best chance. Tanner Johnson will stand in there. A majority of the time lately when he reaches base, it's because he has walked, but he's still 368. And the pitch... Breaking ball low, ball one. One and oh to Johnson. Tanner flew out to right in the second on a high fly out and then called out on a 3-2 breaking ball in the fourth. The 1-0 inside, and he's changed bats. He has a different bat up there. It's 2-0. He usually has that red-barreled bat. Now he stands in there with the silver-barreled bat, hoping that makes him a base hitter. 2-0, outside, ball three, tried to frame the changeup, didn't get it. But again, Rich and Johnson, really the only two that have done any kind of damage. But you don't want to walk the bases loaded. 3-0 to Johnson, Braden Anderson on deck. Two on, two out, down two in the sixth. Fastball, slider over the outside, it just kind of broke away, called strike one. Three and one. Is it fastball here, and can Johnson find the outfield grass? The senior awaits the 3-1 pitch. Down low, fastball, ball four, walk number 32 of the season for Tanner Johnson. And the bases are loaded. Lee with a single, Rich with an infield single, the first two hits of the baseball game. And then a walk to Tanner Johnson, and they are going to pull Pitcher Jackson Cahoy throwing a two-hitter. As Steve Fry out to the mound, this break and this pitching change brought to you by our friends at ENT Positions of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. A man's effort today from Jackson Cahoy, and it'll be up to Braden Anderson with two outs and the bases loaded when we come back. 2-0 Millard West as we sit here in the top of the city. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery, we'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank, while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. 
Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Mason Cook has come into the ball game here. Mason Cook to pitch for Millard West. Cook 19 and two thirds. He has came into 15 games. He's the closer. He's got eight saves. He's one and oh. Eight saves and Braden Anderson steps in with the bases loaded and two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. Carney trails two nothing. Anderson is grounded to short and walked. Down 2-0. Base hit could tie this game at the state tournament the first pitch. Thought about it, but it's breaking ball out and away. Again, so many of these guys are top-level players for Millard West. Cook, he is going to be going to Creighton, pitching here in Omaha for college. Anderson trying to get the hit off him. The 1-0. Fastball called strike over the outer corner. Anderson didn't like it. 1-1. One he just wants to poke one over that first baseman, Peyton Moore's head, and let these Carney Bearcat fans just go out of their minds. The 1-1 to Braden Anderson. Bases juiced and two out. Fastball, same spot, strike two, and he's going to get the call. Braden Anderson again looks back at the home plate umpire and says, come on, I didn't get those last inning. And it's one and two, and it's tough when you expand that strike zone. Now you look for the big league curve. Anderson now just wants to avoid the strikeout, put it in play, make Millard West do something. The 1-2 pitch from Cook. Fastball right down the pipe, strike three. And Cook comes in and throws water on it, and that's probably the last chance for Carney. They'll be at the bottom of the order as they go to the seventh inning. Big time by Mason Cook. Comes in and strikes out Braden Anderson. And there were no runs the first two hits of the ball game. There were no errors. The bases were left loaded. And all three outs for Carney were via the strikeout. So we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Two to nothing. Millard West from the state tournament on ESPN. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, They'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, 
excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Well, it's a tough one for Kearney. Braden Anderson looked at three pitches that were called strikes. The third one was a no-doubter. And now he's got to trot back out there, get his mind right, and pitch the bottom of the sixth. He's been outstanding on the mound. Corey Kozad, Avery Moore, Dylan Dreesen, three, four, and five are the first three batters here for Millard West, leading it two to nothing after Carney had their first big-time opportunity in the top half of the inning, and the first pitch will be hit down the right field line and out of play. Nolan Smith giving chase, but it's into the stands. He made a long run after that one. Strike one. For Kozan, struck out swinging in the first and flew out to the right fielder, Peyton Larson, to end the third inning. And again, just four hits, nothing special by Millard West offensively today. The first run scored on a towering fly ball to lead off the third that fell behind Braden Anderson. He thought he had it. It fell behind him. They ruled it a hit. The 0-1 pitch, way outside, low, ball one. So they ruled it a hit, but he stole two bases around back-to-back flyouts, and in fact, they were two first-pitch flyouts, so you had Snyder at first with two outs, and then he stole back-to-back bases and scored on a wild pitch. That made it one nothing, as the ball is queued off the end of the bat here of Kozad, one and two, Avery Moore's next. Then last inning, after getting the first two men out, the number nine hitter, A.J. Tauber, with over a 400 batting average, dropped a perfect bunt down the third baseline, stole second, and then Drew Borner, Dropped one into the hole. And here's a fastball that is not called a strike, and that is what Braden Anderson is very upset about. He's going, you just called two against me, and you don't give me that one. And both he and Dylan Welsh were upset about it. And it's two balls and two strikes. To Corey Kozat. Curveball chopped into the turf. Two and two. But to finish it off there in the fifth inning, that Ground ball by Borner into the hole. Carter Lee made a great backhanded stop. Had to make a throw across his body that just drew Nolan Smith off the bag, and then Smith couldn't find the baseball, and that allowed Tauber to come all the way in from second and score, and that's how they have their two runs. Ugly type of two runs for Millard West, but it's going to be enough, it looks like. Fastball out. Ball three, three and two. To the leadoff man, Corey Kozad, with Avery Moore, the top hitter, Ian Tauber, the top two hitters on this team on deck. And again, Braden's got to take that deep breath. Don't let what's happened here in the last five minutes lead to a leadoff walk. And timeout called by Kozad. Anderson taking a little extra time. And they have stole a ton of aces on Carney here today. I believe six is my count. 3-2 pitch, just nubbed back. Stays there again. Dreesen stole a base in the second. Two stolen bases for Snyder in the third. And then you had Tauber with a steal and Borner with a steal. So five total stolen bases here in the ballgame. And another 3-2 pitch here to the catcher, Kozad. And he's going to poke it to right field to get a base hit. Protecting the plate. Drove it into right. And a leadoff single here for Corey Kozad as Millard West may not need insurance runs, but they're going to try and get a couple. And Kozad will come out, and we will get a courtesy runner here for Millard West. That is Brady Braugh. 
Brady Brock comes in to courtesy run. And up to the bat is Avery Moore. He's grounded to third and struck out in this baseball game. Moore on the season, hitting 425 ahead of today. Fifth hit of the ball game there for Millard West. If things do not change, we're right back here at Warner Park Monday morning at 10 a.m. in an elimination game. Again, the first time around that Carney was at state. These seniors were freshmen. There was a couple of them that got a little bit of at least seeing it experience. They fell to Elkhorn South in that first game, 4-3 in a 1-8 matchup. Curveball, too low, ball one. So they fell there, they came back, and they beat Grand Island, and then they lost to Fremont, known as Archbishop Bergen at that time with Syntec uh, making another great pitching appearance and lost by one. So the two games that they lost at State in 2019, both by one run. 1-0 pitch now to Moore. Fastball right down the middle. There's the steal. This time they put the tag on and got him. Nice job by Carter Lee on a one-hopper towards the second base side of the bag. And they finally get their first throw out. Great job. Dylan Welsh actually got an opportunity that time. And he made... It works. So they'll wipe out Corey Kozad on the stolen base attempt. The pitch was ruled a strike to Avery Moore. And it's one and one with Dylan Dreesen on deck. And now nobody on and one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Big curve ball up and in for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Carney has one more chance, but boy, they had a couldn't do any better than what they had last inning. 2-1, fouled back. And they can prove me wrong by going ahead and getting a couple in the seventh. But when Carney comes to bat in the seventh, it'll be Nolan Smith, Dylan Welsh, Peyton Larson, the three that are due up for the Bearcats. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody on and one out here to the cleanup hitter Avery Moore for Millard West. In the bottom of the sixth inning, 2-0 Wildcats. Fouls another one back to the screen. Our high school baseball brought to you by our friends at Schrock. Also got uh, sponsorship from our friends at Florang Chiropractic and Kearney Catholic High School. Thank you so much for being sponsors throughout the season of Kearney Baseball. And another 2-2 pitch from Anderson. Curveball foul back. That's why he's the cleanup hitter. Avery Moore did go down on a fastball in the fourth inning on a 2-2 pitch. But he's battling up there right now against Braden Anderson. Looking out to the bullpen. Don't see anybody warming up. And Anderson again, the 2-2. Fastball drilled to left field. Down the line, it is going to be foul. Looked like it was tailing there. And it wasn't near the fence. It was near the foul fence, not deep enough that it would have given anybody any problems. But Corbin Rich gave it a chase. And there was virtually no room between the foul pole and the stands, like you see in most major league ballparks, Fenway, Yankee Stadium, Kaufman. I mean, once you get about to the last third of the outfield, it's right into the stands. 2-2 again. Thought about it. Going to say it's high. Ball three on the check swing. So it's a full count here to Avery Moore. Anderson has walked only one man in this baseball game. That was Ben Tyker back in the third. And now he faces a 3-2 count. 
little cleanup hitter more. Curveball hit high in the air to left field, but Rich is under it. He's got it gauged already. Hardly moved and brings it down. It looked like he pounded it, but he pounded it high, not deep. And out number two as Moore 0 for 3. And you just cannot say enough about Braden Anderson's pitching performance. I know if it doesn't go his way, he's going to be frustrated by the pop-up. And Brad Archer is coming out to the mound. And he is going to take Braden Anderson out of the ball game here with two outs in the sixth inning. And his teammates trying to run him down and tell him, good job. So Braden Anderson will leave giving up five hits, and really only a couple of them had any sting to them. And I think Lucas Wegner is going to be the man to come on and pitch here and get a little state tournament experience. So the bases are empty with two outs here at the bottom of the sixth. Millard West 2, Carney nothing. Our pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Braden Anderson and Lucas Wegner will just simply switch positions after five and two-thirds innings. Anderson will head out to center fielder, and the center fielder, Lucas Wagner, will come in and pitch for the Bearcats. He's basically been number three in the rotation, but as Brad Archer has said, Braden's number one. Riley Miller and Lucas Wagner are right there behind him, and they have done an outstanding job, especially as the seasons went along. 4-0 for Wagner. This will be his 12th appearance. He's got a 4.04 ERA in 26 innings. He struck out 41 and walked 19, and he will face the third baseman, Dylan Dreesen, who singled in the second, and grounded out to the third baseman in the fourth. Wagner needs one out to get us out of this sixth inning. And the fastball just a little up for ball one. Kozad got a 3-2 single to right, was thrown out trying to steal, and Moore flew out to left here for Millard West. Wagner's pitch, fastball right back over our head. And out into the parking lot. So it's one and one. Peyton Moore would be next if he can keep the inning going. Again, it's 2 to nothing. Millard West here at the State Baseball Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities. As Wagner sets and delivers. Big curveball ripped into left center field. A solid base hit for Dylan Dreesen. And a two-out single. Anderson runs it down and fires it back in. Ironically, Millard West has done their damage with two outs. Both of their runs have scored with two outs. And Peyton Moore dropped down a sacrifice bunt in the second, called out on strikes to end the fourth inning, which was one of two one-two-three innings for Brayden Anderson. Both teams went down in order in the first. 
And now checking the pitch, Dylan Welsh looks over to Matt Conant, gets it retold to him. With a man on, Lucas Wagner. Again, they've been stealing all day. Let's see if they go again. Fastball bounces. They don't have to. It goes all the way to the backstop. So Wagner's been watching from center field. He knows they're taking off. He tried to get the ball to the plate quickly. And Dreesen will advance on to the wild pitch. 1-0 to Peyton Moore. Carney can afford to give up no more runs. There may be too many on the board already. And the pitch swung on and popped towards right. Should be playable for Peyton Larson. Back, back, back. Uh-oh. And it's over his head off the wall. Thought he had it gauged. It just kept drifting. It's going to be an RBI triple for Peyton Moore. 3-0. And with two outs, Millard West scores again. The first extra base hit of the ball game makes it Wildcats 3 and Bearcats nothing. And that'll bring up the right field. Well, let's see. Uh, is it Williams going to hit? Or are we going to get a pinch hitter here for Millard West? Looks like Rice Whitaker is going to come in. Just making sure that he reports. So Jackson Williams had come in to play defense, and now Rice Whitaker will be the pinch hitter. So for Whitaker, let's take a look at what he has done throughout the year. Rice just 182, so they're going to get him in here for an opportunity to get some hacks against Lucas Wagner. 3-0 on seven base hits off that triple. And Wagner's pitch swung on and missed. Strike one. And again, you've got Moore trying to grab his attention down there with some dancing at third. Wagner sees him and brings home the 0-1. Fastball. This is outside. Ball one. One and one. When we are done the New West postgame show, not sure if one of our Carney assistants will be able to join us because it is a little bit of a maze to find their way up here to the nice facilities at Warner Park. And the 1-1 from Wagner. Fastball. Popped back out of play. Strike two, I think Lucas threw one about as hard as he could. And Whitaker dropped to a knee, swinging at that one. Nixon Snyder is due up next. He scored the first run of the game. But another insurance run here in the sixth for Millard West. And Wagner's 1-2, curveball fouled out of play. Beautiful facility here at Papillion. We will be back here Monday. 10 a.m. unless Carney can put together the huge rally here in the seventh. One pitch away from getting out of the sixth, the one-two pitch here from Lucas Wagner. Breaking ball, got the batter to buckle, and then it missed inside. Ball two. Currently 74 degrees here. West-northwest winds at eight miles an hour. Balls, two strikes, two outs. The runner at third and Wagner with the delivery. Hit right at the shortstop. Lee backhands it, throws it to first low, and it is dug out there by Nolan Smith. Boy, nice play by Smith to save another run. But Millard West is able to strike again here. A two-out single by Dylan Driesen and an RBI triple by Peyton Moore. One run, three hits, 
no errors, and one man left on base. We go to the top of the seventh and final inning in the state tournament's opening game. It is Millard West 3 and Carney nothing. You're listening to KXPN Carney and ESPNSuperstation.com. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online and that's why we're the better bank. Well, if you're just a baseball fan, it has been an outstanding ball game. It has been extremely well pitched. But for Carney, they trail, go to the top of the seventh inning by a score of a three to nothing. And they may be facing, if he's not the best pitcher in the state, he's one of them. Mason Cook stays in there after coming in and striking out Braden Anderson with the bases loaded in the sixth inning. And he will be facing. Nolan Smith, Dylan Welsh, Peyton Larson are the three men that are due up, and it looks like Cash Roseberry is on deck for the Bearcats. Usually he's a fastball hitter, but he has struggled a little bit. Looks like we may have one more defensive change out there as well for Millard West. They've been toying with right field. And back out there in right field is Devin Jones. Devin Jones has gone out there. And the first pitch is fouled back. Strike one here to Nolan Smith. Called out on strikes and flew out to right. Check swing. They're going to appeal at first. Say no, he didn't. It was close. And now the third baseman, Dylan Dreesen, wants to come in and say something here to his pitcher, Mason Cook, and trot right back. Maybe about just where he's playing if there's a slow roller. The 1-1 pitch, fastball, drilled it short, deep in the hole, but picked up there by Borner, throws to first. And every time Carney puts a ground ball in play, it is effortlessly picked up. Just a nice hit. I mean, he put the bat on the ball, just can't find the openings today for Carney. Very reminiscent to Saturday. So Smith grounds out to short, and that'll bring up Cash Roseberry, another one of the seniors. He'll pinch hit for Dylan Welsh, who struck out twice. And Cash will stand in there. First pitch from the Creighton commit. Fastball strike one. Rough week for Cash. Lost his grandmother. Had the funeral yesterday in Dunning. Made the trip last night to join his team. The 0-1. Swung on and fouled it away. Up towards some little kids. And all they want to do is scramble it. So if Fate has a little smile on him. Cash would get a hit here. Because we know Grandma Dottie's looking down today. But he's down on the count 0-2. And, 
And Mason Cook brings the 0-2 pitch. Fastball right back to him. And Cook will throw over to first. So Roseberry put it in play, but there was a pitcher standing right there. And Carney down to their final out. And that'll be the right fielder, Peyton Larson, and he has also struck out twice in the ball game. Miller and West, who dropped two games on the final day last year to be the runner-up on a mission, and it has started well today here against Carney. The pitch. Breaking ball swung on and missed strike one. No one one to Peyton Larson. Cook's pitch. Going to be just out of the zone that time. One and one, a little low. But West has been almost perfect today in all facets of the game. And they still are only up three to nothing. Fastball high, ball two, two and one. If Larson reaches, Carter Lee would be on deck. Lee, the only Bearcat to reach base both times. He walked in the third and had the first base hit of the ball game to start the sixth. But the Cats left him loaded. The 2-1. He'll take it right down the middle for strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. Carney down to their final pitch. And let's see if Larson can put it in play. Smith and Roseberry both put it in play against the outstanding closer. Millard West fans making the noise. The 2-2. Called strike three. And Millard West will advance on in the winner's bracket here in the state baseball tournament. Cook gets the strikeout, called third strike to end the sixth, and the called strikeout here to end the baseball game. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. And one strikeout. The final score, Millard West three and Carney nothing. The eighth seed falls to the one. It was going to be a tall task, and we'll talk about it in the postgame, but a lot of the things that we talked about came to fruition. An outstanding job by Braden Anderson on the mound, but Carney, two hits Saturday, two hits today. That's just not going to get it done, and they were facing outstanding pitching, and Millard West will advance on to the winner's bracket game here at Warner Park Monday at 4 against the Lincoln East Elkhorn South winner who play next. The loser of that game will play Carney here on ESPN Monday morning at 10 a.m. Now, if Carney does get that win on Monday, they would play Tuesday afternoon at 4 o'clock, trying to keep things rolling along for their season. Carney will fall to 15 and 10. Millard West will improve to 27 and 5. And we'll be back with the new West postgame show right after this. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. May is the month to buy a new Ram at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. During the Memorial Day sales event, get 0% financing for 72 months on all new 2022 1500 crew caps. Choose from 8 in stock or in transit and lock in the savings with sold order protection. If a better incentive comes along, you're free to take it at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North Side or at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must finance new Chrysler Capital. Offer expires May 31st, 2022. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. 
Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Werner Park. Weekend ahead and a lot going on for Kearney, uh, depending on what you're doing. There's a lot of graduations, including Kearney High. There's weddings, there's summer travel, there's all the things that you're trying to get finished up. Soccer is continuing here in Omaha. State track gets underway on Wednesday and state baseball underway today. Class B plays tomorrow. Again, don't forget Central City Centura Fullerton out of our listening area will be taking on Beatrice here at Warner Park at one o'clock. Kearney is back at 10 a.m. on Monday morning. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Millard West gets a run in the third, the fifth, and the sixth to pull out the three to nothing victory over Kearney High and the number one seed advances on in the winner's bracket. And just trying to think back to what we talked with Coach Archer about in the pregame, what we talked about in this contest was it had to be a pitcher's duel for Kearney to have a chance, but in the end, Kearney had to hit the baseball as well. And they only had a couple of hits, but they did put the ball in play. They struck out 10 times in the contest, but they struck out 10 times against some top-notch Division One type pitchers here today and uh, had a chance, the lone legit chance was the bases loaded with two outs there in the sixth inning, but uh, they left them loaded, and Millard West getting all three of their runs with two outs, and in fact, two of those instances, nobody on two outs, and were able to get a man aboard and score runs and win this baseball game by a score of three to nothing. Braden Anderson unfortunately takes the loss, and the win today goes to Jackson Cahoy with Mason Cook getting the save for Millard West. Again, not sure if we'll get a chance to talk to one of the assistant coaches. Season's not over. Carney gets to play again on Monday. It's a little trek to get up here to the press box, so we'll find out if that happens. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, numbers that we did have at the baseball game. Let's start for Carney High. No runs, two hits. The one error for Millard West was on a pickoff play over at first. Carney left five men on base, 10 strikeouts in the ball game, eight from Jackson Cahoy, two in one and thirds innings relief for Mason Cook. Three walks were issued in the game, all by Cahoy. Cahoy went five and two thirds. Cook went one and one third. The two hits for Carney was the leadoff single, a sharp shot to left field by Carter Lee, and then uh, Corbin Rich was able to get an infield single later on. In that inning, Johnson drew the two-out walk to left the base to get the bases loaded, but that's where it would stay. So, Cahoy uh, had a no-hitter after five innings in this baseball game before Carney finally got something going. They did get Carter Lee with a two-out walk in the third. Then he reached a second on that pickoff play, but Bober grounded out to short. Uh, Rich put a couple of balls in play today, as he always did. He ends up one for three. Lee was one for one with that walk. Uh, he was left on deck there when the game came to an end. Overall today for Millard West, unofficially, besides the three runs, they have them for seven hits in the baseball game. How about this? 
no errors for Carney. One that could have been ruled an error that led to the first run of the ball game. It was that towering pop-up to Nixon Snyder to start the third. Braden Anderson called for it, thought he had it uh, towards the third baseline. Then you start to see him backpedaling, and at the last moment he had to fling that glove back behind him, and it landed just behind him. And Snyder eventually came around to score on a wild pitch with two outs. But uh, defensively, haven't been very many no-error games for Carney. And there were no errors today. For Millard West, they only left four runners on base. For Carney High pitching, uh, Lucas Wagner came in and uh, didn't strike out, didn't walk, uh, but did give up the two-out single to Dreesen and the two-out triple to Peyton Moore, so he gave up one run there. Braden Anderson uh, gave up two runs. Only one of them was earned in the ball game after A.J. Tauber had a bunt single with two outs in the fifth, stole second, and then Drew Borner put one in the hole that was thrown over to first, and he was going all the way from second base, ended up coming in to score, and that was the second run of the ball game for Millard West. As we said, the first two weren't sexy, but it got the job done, and Millard West gets the job done as well. Braden Anderson, today in the baseball game, ends up with four strikeouts and only one walk in the contest. Final score, three to nothing, Millard West. We'll take a break and be back with more on the New West Post Game Show. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. We understand that uh, the Kearney coaches are making their way up here. Uh, we're going to cross our fingers that uh, we can uh, talk to one of the coaches. Uh, if not, uh, we will uh, let you know uh, where you can listen to them. But uh, Millard West winning it today by a score of 3 to nothing. Again, this Kearney team uh, so full of seniors. They all are going to graduate coming up on Sunday. Braden Anderson, so good today. Tanner Johnson's had an outstanding season. Dawson Stutz, Dylan Welsh, Reese Bober, Jay Scappa, Riley Miller, Peyton Larson, Creed Martin, who got into the game today, so that was cool. He got the courtesy run after not being able to do much after being hurt way early in the season against Columbus. Uh, then you also had, uh, besides Creed, Corbin Rich, Blake Reedus, Corin Conrad, Cash Roseberry, and then, as we said, Max Myers, who has missed the season as well because of injury. So a dozen seniors that were out for baseball, so 
Carney will have a lot to replace. Uh, Carter Lee, the only sophomore that is on this varsity roster for Carney. They had a pretty good JV squad this year as well with uh, Coach Chris Pocock and the gang, as we said. Uh, Brian Graham uh, stepping down from his baseball. Uh, they had a nice presentation for him uh, back towards the end of the season in the home finale for Carney. So some great coaches that uh, have been part of Carney baseball for a long, long time, and uh, they continue to do some really great things. Again, don't forget we will have complete coverage of the state track meet, which is classes A and B Wednesday and Thursday over at Burke Stadium. And then we will also be with you for classes C and D, which are going on Friday and Saturday. So we had some uh, district track meets that we were able to cover here earlier this week. Carney boys and girls, first in the district for the boys, third for the girls. So they'll be well represented down here at Burke Stadium as well. And then, of course, there's some great Class C and D teams. We know that Carney Catholic's got a good contingent of girls that will be here as well. Garrett Schmoner is coming down on the boys' side. And everybody from the listening area, Boy Axtell, tore things up yesterday in their district meet on both the boys' and girls' side. Northwest, we saw their girls looking really good. Those are some of the teams from the area that might have a chance to go down here to Omaha and bring home a trophy themselves. Again, the final score here, Millard West winning it by a score of 3 to nothing over Kearney High. And Kearney now dropping into an elimination game Monday morning at 10 a.m. against either a Lincoln East team that has got them or an Elkhorn South team that uh, Kearney High has not played this year. They played Elkhorn North in that final game of the regular season, but they have not played Elkhorn South, who's 18-8, and eight, and Lincoln East is 24-3, and three, and those teams are, are warming up right now. We're going to take one more break, see if we do have a Kearney coach for you, so stay with us. You're listening to uh, State Baseball here on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app and never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. 
and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Well, it looks like uh, we're going to be wrapping things up here for our post game. Uh, no coaches have made it up our way, and as soon as we sign off, that's probably when they do show up. But uh, we thank Matt and Josh for all that they have done throughout the season. And we'll be back with you at around 9.45 Monday morning here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Don't forget we've got Royals baseball that is going on this weekend here on ESPN+. Plus, We'll get the opportunity to have Husker softball this afternoon in the Big Ten semifinals as they make their way towards the NCAA tournament, taking on Ohio State out at East Lansing, Michigan. You can go to Huskers.com for more on that. Action gets underway at 1 o'clock for the Big Red with the final set for tomorrow. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Two great pitching performances, just a little bit better for Millard West because they were able to scratch off three runs here today and win the ball game by a score of three to nothing. Carney gets either Lincoln East or Elkhorn South in the consolation game 10 a.m. Monday from Warner Park here on ESPN Tri-Cities. For everyone back in the studios, thanks to Stacy Johns, thanks to uh, Michael Shively, thanks to Timory Byrne and all the folks that help us get things going. Grant Ty back at the studios. No Doug and Daddy show Monday either because we're going to have baseball for you. Again, the final score, top seed and top-ranked Millard West defeats ninth-ranked and eighth-seed Carney High 3 to nothing. From Warner Park in Grand Island, this is Doug Duda saying have a great weekend, everyone. The proceeding has been a News Channel Nebraska ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports Production. Visit NewsChannelNebraska.com to view our upcoming broadcast schedule. Thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.